Well, hinge mechanism is, again, different from the other folding phones that we are seeing, and it seems to work really well, to the point where if you lay it flat, there doesn't seem to be much of a crease in the screen at all, as far as I can tell, so that was impressive. But the bit of bad news is, I still think it's going to be a bit delicate. Uh, there's still gaps on the sides, and it still does look like a pretty complex hinge, so it sort of interrupts the otherwise pretty clean angular throwback design. Also, when you start to fold the phone shut, you can see the bottom of the phone sort of start to tuck into the chin just a little bit, like you see that down there. You might not notice it at first, Sam Sheffer had to point it out to me, but it's worth showing. Definitely going to have to get this phone in the hand, though, for longer than an hour to see what the durability is like. But speaking of the chin, what's in there? Because that's, that's a pretty big chin on this new Razer, and that's because many of the important components live down here, too. So at the top of it, you can see that's where your fingerprint reader is, so if you still want to do fingerprint unlock, you can do that. And then at the bottom is, of course, also your USB Type-C port. No headphone jack, but there's your speaker grill. So it's all downward-facing speakers here. And then about the top, you do have a bit of a notch for your earpiece and other front-facing sensors, but no camera up here. And uh, that's pretty much it as far as design. The rest of it is basically a spitting image of that nostalgic razor. Everything about the shape, just the way it sits in your hand, really, and the way it opens and closes. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. There's also some Android tricks here to make it work, and Motorola has built in things the way they usually do with their Moto Actions. So if you remember the double twist to open the camera, that's still here. Things like that. Oh, and speaking of the camera, that's the only camera. Just this one camera here under the bump, that's your main camera and your selfie camera, because when you open the phone, it becomes the rear-facing camera, and then when you fold it shut, now it's your main selfie camera. So you'll have high-quality selfies with that main sensor. That's another advantage of this folding design. Uh, and the aspect ratio, just to note, it is 21 by 9 when it's open. It seems pretty tall and skinny, but it's really not too crazy for a phone. I mean, ask Sony. Uh, it fits a video full screen and doesn't cut off too much if you're into that. Uh, apps will work regularly without having to be adapted instead of looking funky in some square aspect ratio. Is looking good here. And one of the main things I really want to test more is the continuity between open and closed. I need to figure out how well that works. And also just what sorts of things you can do on that outside display. Right now they're showing things like the time, your notifications, and then you can answer texts and call Google Assistant and do some pretty simple stuff like that, which makes sense on the quick view display. Um, but that looks to be about it. And then the specs, for anyone interested, are upper mid-range, I would say, so not totally all-out flagship. But you got a Snapdragon 710 here, 6 gigabytes of RAM, and 128 gigs of storage built in. It's also supposed to be splash-proof according to Motorola, but there is no official IP rating, so I wouldn't go around crazy submerging it or anything like that. Uh, and the camera spec is 16 megapixels at f1.7 with no optical image stabilization. And then the official battery size is 2,510 milliamp hours, so definitely on the small side for a phone with, let's be honest, a pretty big 6.2-inch display. But that's part of the price you pay to get a phone as crazy thin as this Razer is. And then this whole thing, this whole package, is going to retail for $1,499. Yes, $1,500, and it'll be available in January 2020. So here's the thing. I want one. I'm going to want one of these, but it, not in like a smart, like this is going to be a good phone objectively type of way. It's definitely much more of a throwback, nostalgic, 
way. And people who are younger than me won't even really understand that nostalgia. And also, a 6.2-inch display. I kind of already have that, and it already fits in my pocket, so part of me was sort of hoping for an even bigger display to make the whole folding thing more worth it. But the fact that I could fit a 6.2-inch display in my pocket in a wafer-sized thing the size of the Razer is still pretty sweet. I don't know. For me, this is not the type of thing where I'm going to nitpick a lot. You've noticed this with the way I've talked about other first-generation folding phones. Like, I, yeah, sure, I wish this one had a high refresh rate display. I wish it had a Snapdragon 855. I wish it had a headphone jack. I wish it had faster fast charging than the 15 watts that it supported. I wish it had a bigger battery. All these things that I wish it had that would have made it even better, but I'm not going to nitpick because it's just that next level form factor change that will... I'll nitpick the next versions of this phone. How about that? Like, it's clearly not going to be the best buy for most people, but if you could give me one piece of tech from 2019 to bring back to show someone in 2003... I think it would have to be this guy. But anyway, that's pretty much it for my first thoughts and impressions and hands-on with the thing. Sorry again for the extremely scrappy